Who who is that? Do we know who that is? That band. I thought maybe uh, Brian had snuck back in with uh, some of his Metallica. He went to both Metallica uh, concerts. Is that unusual? No, not at all. To go to both in the same weekend? No. No. Okay. Very good. Very nice to catch up with a, an all-around good guy who's done so much for our community. He doesn't get enough. Uh, he just doesn't get enough uh, credit for all the things that he does. He being Eric Larson, the CEO of the Downtown Detroit uh, Partnership. Eric, uh, I'll never forget the wonderful poem you sent me upon the death of Sweet Marie a while ago. Now I I, I have it in my hand, and I so appreciate you. You're a, a wonderful, uh, sweet, kind person it's national or international kindness day so you fit right in there my friend uh you know i appreciate appreciate the those words and uh paul i love you and kim and sending you the best this is a time of year when we absolutely start to think about just how much we appreciate those in our lives and you are definitely right at the top of that list well as i say you're very kind we wanted to get to you in October, but the fact of the matter is it doesn't matter what month. The problem is there. Uh, October was World Mental Health Month. But I'm happy to say because of your work, uh, really, in the Downtown Detroit Partnership, Detroit is leading the way in eliminating the stigma around mental health and treating it as a public health and safety priority. We hear about it all the time. Mental health in this country, mental health but you're doing something about it, and we salute you for that. Well, thank you, Paul W. I mean, I think it's, you know, like everything that you and I get involved in in this town, it's remarkable. Uh, everybody, uh, you know, steps up when there is an opportunity or an issue, and mental health is no different. You know, I think about the partnership that we have with Henry Ford Health and Wayne State University, who is teaching some of the new brightest and best uh, clinicians and and mental health professionals. So it's not just us, but we are leaning way in on this issue. Um, you know, not only as we came through the pandemic did we see, you know, increased need for, you know, a, a better approach, but quite frankly, Paul W., it's been around forever. And um, the state uh, closed uh, mental health institutions, you know, a number of years ago, and we haven't had a good system. And so, you know, we, we thought we've got at least 40, if not more, uh, ambassadors on the street on a daily basis. And why not make sure that they're not only trained, but they're also really helping to identify those people in need. And it doesn't have to just be a mental health crisis. It could be, you know, somebody that is experiencing homelessness or just having a, a really rough day. And so through our uh, business ambassador team, we've actually trained uh, 100 ambassador outreach uh, ambassadors uh, they are trained with both safety and mental and first aid. Um, and those are folks that are really, truly on the street uh, looking out for the, you know, not only the residents and, and visitors, but also those that are just happening to, happening to stop by in our downtown. You know, Paul W., it's a huge issue. Forty percent of the incarcerated people, uh, you know, n- nationwide uh, have some form of mental illness and only 63 percent of those have history of, of actually receiving any kind of treatment and so with the with our partners at the down at the detroit police department chief you know chief white has been a an absolute breath of fresh air and a, and a guiding light in this we've created some really interesting ways to try and help these these individuals that are, are really truly in need and if you want to know just how important this work is that eric larson the ceo of downtown detroit partnership 
and the Detroit Police Department and others that are doing this. I direct your attention to San Francisco. And when you see uh, San Francisco and the trouble they have on where a beautiful city has been virtually destroyed by not dealing with the mental health issues, uh, you'll understand why it's so important here in Detroit for so many reasons. And uh, talk a little bit about, give some more insight, if you will, about how the mental health initiative set up by you, set up by the Detroit police, uh, and all the other Detroit-based organizations have helped create a safe, welcoming downtown. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think it. it, it, it like everything, it, it's a team approach, and you know, so every year we we hold a Faith in Blue breakfast. It brings the faith community and the leaders within the faith community uh, together with our our law enforcement community, and we talk about what is happening, what are the resources that are needed, how do we address some of the public safety concerns throughout the city. And so that, that's just one forum where we're making sure that people that are not only serving those constituents but also trying to assist those uh, are coming together and, and comparing best practices. You know, as I mentioned, Chief White and the team at, at the Detroit Police Department have been, you know, really leading the way nationally. Um, we have not seen, thankfully, the same kind of impact from a, a unsheltered population that, you know, as you point out, places like San Francisco have. And a lot of that is because we really are working closely with our partners. Over 20 calls on average uh, for DPD, uh, you know, a day are mental health related. And so, Chief White created a, a co-response team that's officers combined with mental health trained professionals. Uh, each of those officers, of which I think there's 54 to date, and he's planning on having all officers in the in the police department trained have mental health training. Uh, it is a it is a really you know not only important way to impact the individuals they're they're coming in contact with, but also create some sensitivity um, amongst the officers for you know what other individuals are experiencing. And again, I give tremendous credit to Chief White. The other thing that we're doing, Paul W. and and you know Father Tim McKay and 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 the Pro Francis Center, um, our good friend Jim Vella is the chair of that. Um, I just literally got back right before this interview from touring their new facility. That facility is going to allow people a dignified way to get off the street and, and start to help them, you know, per, you know, find the resources and the services that they need. It'll have a not only a clinic, but it'll have intake uh, opportunities. It'll start connecting them with some of the outside uh, needs, whether it's uh, substance abuse or education, or even just getting a, you know, to a, uh, a government-issued ID so that they can apply for a job. So lots and lots of different ways that we at the Downtown Detroit Partnership uh, try and not only uh, lean into the problem, but also lift up those uh, those, uh, those opportunities and those solutions that others in our community are providing. Well, in any way that we can help, and if that means uh, getting you on uh, even more often, which we should, we will do that. Uh, CEO of the Downtown Detroit Partnership making such a difference, Eric Larson, thank you so much for your work. Thank you, Paul. Stand by for news. And JR Afternoon with Chris Renwick. If you can be with us noon to two or any of the shows, please do on WJR. But you can always get us all on thegreatvoice.com for the podcasts, thegreatvoice.com. Go on out, make it a great rest of the day on this beautiful sunny day. On your way to making each and every day count, because each day is a gift. 
We look forward to being with you tomorrow from noon till 2. On the road again. We'll take you there. Regards, Paul W. Smith.